Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. We're your hosts, Tim and Ruth Olson, licensed marriage and family therapists and trauma experts. We provide wisdom for personal growth and healthy relationships. Stick with us and you'll gain practical tools and insights that will help you be a healthier and happier you. Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of our podcast. We're excited today to bring you the daily dialogue. And this is a tool that we first learned about when we were taking the Preparing and Enrich training program, which they use for premaritals and couples, and it's just an inventory, and it's a great one. We're going to go through three questions. Initially, we're just looking for you to create a habit of regular marriage check-ins. And one reason why that's particularly important is that over the long haul throughout your relationship, if you're not regularly addressing problems that are coming up or letting your partner know about things that they're doing that you appreciate, it makes it much harder for you to tailor yourself and your behaviors towards meeting your partner's needs and then also helping your partner tailor their behaviors towards meeting your needs. You know, the analogy I like to use for this is that even if it's kind of a small thing, but the check engine light comes on in your car, you can choose to bring it into the dealership and get it worked on and checked out just to make sure well, okay, what's going on here is a big thing, this is a small thing, or you can choose to take a piece of tape and just put it over the dashboard and pretend like you don't see the check engine light at all and just kind of continue to press forward. Unfortunately, I do think a lot of marriages end up doing that where there's little hints and signs that there's problems, but then they just kind of ignore it. They're like, well, it's not a big problem yet, so I'll wait, versus it could have been a very easy, simple fix at the beginning, but then later on, it becomes much more difficult. I think that's where Ruth and I meet most of our clients is they've waited a little too long to come into therapy. And so the kitchen is on fire. They're having major problems and they want resolution. But if they would have come in six months, a year earlier, the problems that now seem extraordinary would have been dramatically easier to deal with. Yeah, this is definitely a preventative tool. So with that same analogy, this will be something where you could use early enough where you have no check engine lights on and you are preventing that from happening. You're maintaining your marriage. You're making sure you're putting oil and all the different foods that's needed. So you prevent it before any of those alarms are going off. So what we're going to talk about is using this on a daily basis initially. To be honest, Tim and I actually use this on a weekly basis, sometimes every other week, depending on what's going on. But definitely start daily when you have a lot under the rug or you haven't really done this in the past. And so you are kind of just checking in. We're going to introduce the three questions that we're doing. And so the three questions you ask each other are, what did you appreciate about our relationship today? And then the next question is, what didn't you appreciate about our relationship today? And then the third question is, how I can help? Now, the reason for these three questions is, one is you want to ask each other, like, how are you doing? What did you appreciate? What's going well? Now, a lot of times couples will only talk about the negative when the negative comes up. So then they're not actually telling their partner, hey, by the way, you're doing this, that, and the other thing that I really appreciate. And a part of what happens, I think, is we just get used to our partner being there and doing things for us. And so then we stop appreciating that. But this is a specific intentional time for us to know and say, hey, you know what? I, I noticed you did this today and I appreciate that. That's helpful for me. And then also the negative aspect when we're talking about the what we didn't appreciate even if it's like a small thing, I think sometimes we can take it for granted and we're like, oh, it's just, it's not a big deal. It's not a big issue. But again, if you don't want it to become an issue, but it is something your partner did that you didn't like, being able to tell them, hey, you know what, this happened and I wasn't super fond of that is helpful so that it doesn't continue on, right? I always tell people the major danger in relationships is not the big issues we run into, but it's death by a thousand cuts. It's that same problem that's happened a thousand times. And we've never come to any type of resolution on that. It just is going to happen again. 
And so this allows you to be able to say this, hey, this is kind of bugging me. I'd like something to change with that. And then a lot of times how I can help you is related to what you didn't appreciate. So if your partner did something you didn't appreciate, hey, can you do this or not do this next time would be the thing you would then ask your partner to do. So we're going to break down each question. And Tim and I kind of word it differently, which is totally fine if you and your spouse word it differently, as long as you know the intent behind each question. So the first one is, what did you appreciate? What did you enjoy about our relationship this week? And so when you look at that, that can be something very specific. It can be, hey, you know, I really appreciated you making me lunch or having the house clean when I got home or working hard. Working hard or appreciated you not being on your phone so much. Whatever it is that that week really stood out to you. Maybe you didn't say it in that moment or maybe you did. But this is a great time to kind of come back and just reiterate like I really appreciate that. I loved being able to go to the movies with you this week. So there's so many things you can kind of point out. And sometimes this is really difficult when you are in a conflict. But this is a question that you have to answer. And so one thing, I always love this example. One time we were doing our daily dialogue and Ruth was answering the question of what did she appreciate about me? And it was just such a simple little thing. But I think outside of us doing the daily dialogue, I probably never would have heard this. And so she told me one time, I really appreciate when you whistle. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. I wonder why she appreciates that. And so for her, when I whistle, it's like an all clear siren. If I'm in a bad mood, I'm not going to be whistling. But when I'm in a good mood, I have a tendency to go around and whistle. Now, knowing that that gave her a certain amount of affirmation that everything is okay, I found myself wanting to whistle more frequently to just kind of make her feel better and to let her know, hey, everything's fine. You don't have to worry about anything. Right. And there's no expectation on this one where it has to be just this one thing, right? A lot of times you'll see that as you continue to do this and as your relationship improves, and growing together that a lot of times Tim and I have multiple things in this question. So what did you appreciate or enjoy about our relationship this week? Oh, I appreciate this. Oh, I also appreciated this. You know, it's just kind of this dialogue that's happening where sometimes then he'll go and then I'll say, oh yeah, I'll add on. And this is the only one that really we allow that kind of add on where mm -hmm. you're doing more than one. So the next question that we ask is, what was difficult or what did you not enjoy about our relationship this week? And this can be something that you've already talked about. This can be something like a conflict that you've had. Even though you've talked about it and discussed it, this is a great place to come back and really debrief it and just say, I know we already talked about this, but I didn't like when you said that in front of my friends. I didn't like when you... Rolled your eyes right. or something like that. Yeah, when you talked down to me or you rolled your eyes or when you left your laundry right next to the laundry basket. You know, it could be something as simple as that. But you want to make sure that you are very concise with this one. And we'll get into the rules and the reasons for the rules after this. But that's a question that can often in the beginning create even more conflict and people don't want that. And so they kind of steer clear of this and they're like, well, I don't really want to do these questions. But after a while, just trust us. Once you get things out of this will be such a healthy thing for you and such a healthy dialogue to have. One thing I want you guys to make sure when you're going through and you're doing this and you're trying to work through this daily dialogue is that this is not a time where we're discussing or debating, mm -hmm. especially when we're talking through what we didn't appreciate. We're not discussing or debating it. This is just a time to just say it out loud, let your partner know about it. A part of the reason for this is because if you do start debating about it, we're not going to get to the third question, which is also really important. But if you feel like you have some level of disagreement about that, wait until you get through all three of the questions first and then come back around and then work on it. Also, one thing, this is really important fact just to, to understand about human emotions is that 
even if you think there's just this small problem and you're like, I don't even want to bother. It's such a small thing. It's so insignificant. But if you don't say it or you don't bring it up, I think people have this misunderstanding about emotions that if I forget about this event, then I will lose the emotions from this event. But the truth is you don't lose the emotions from those events. If you don't say it or you don't try to come to some resolution on it, your body still stores that negative emotional response to the thing that had happened. And so when something comes up later, because you didn't resolve this emotion, your emotions are more likely to be intense about something unrelated. And you might be just confused as to why that thing made you so upset. Well, it's not that thing that made you so upset. It's because you've been sitting on and just storing up all these emotions, like the common term people use, you're bottling it up. And it starts off, it's just so little that you start bottling up, you don't even realize that you hold on to it until you really start getting through and you clear all these things out and you clear your spreadsheet and you're like, I've got nothing on here. There's no backlogged emotions mm. that I haven't stated. Then once you get to that point, you can start seeing how, oh man, there are just these little things, but as they just stack up and stack up and stack up, they really do become unmanageable and painful for you in the long run. And so if you're in a long-term relationship, you don't want to build all this stuff up. You don't want to have an arsenal of unresolved emotions that you're going to fire off at your partner later on. And then going on to the next one, how can I help you? So this the question, I always tell my clients, this one's important because you don't want to just live parallel lives with your spouse. You want to live interwoven lives. But if you're just doing your deal and they're just doing their deal and you're not working with each other on anything or you're not helping the other person out with a task that's not necessarily in your purview, then a lot of times that's where people get to the point where they start growing apart. Yeah. So the way I ask this question is, what do you need or how can I serve you this week? I think that you need to be fairly specific with this. You can't say, I just need you to love me more, <laughs> yeah, right? That does not work. Like, what does that mean? What does that look like? Because your thought of what that is is different than what your spouse is. So it needs to be more specific than that. I need you to be on your phone less. So a lot of times this comes from one of the first two questions, right? So something that they have been doing well, maybe you want them to continue that. Like I want, I loved when you greeted me at the door. I loved when you texted me throughout the day. I would love for you to continue that this week. That's my need or that's my want or that's the way you can serve me, right? Or something from the negative that happened, like I really didn't appreciate when you did whatever it is then you can take that as your need or you want for that week. Um, this week, I just need you to make sure that you load the dishes rather than just leave them in the sink. But you want to make sure that's fairly specific. And it can be to-dos, right? So I need you to help pack me lunch. I have a super busy day on Thursday. So if you could do that, that would be so helpful. Or it can be relational. Like, I would love for you to just spend 30 minutes with me at night and we could play a game together or we can read a book together or whatever it is where you're asking very specific questions about this. One of the rules for these three questions, so those are three questions. What did you appreciate or enjoy about a relationship this week? Would you not appreciate or was difficult this week? And how can I serve you or what do you need this week? One of the rules is that you're going to go back and forth. So I'm not going to ask him question number one, question number two, question number three. I'm going to ask him question number one, would you appreciate or enjoy about a relationship this week? And then he's going to ask me the question back. Another rule for this is with the first question, what did you appreciate, right? So even if you guys are in kind of a difficult spot and you're kind of mad at your spouse, it can be hard to identify and pick out something that you appreciate, but this is a mandatory and this is the very first one. You have to answer this. And so when you start your daily dialogue, 
and you're upset with each other, you may just have to take some time and cool off and really kind of think. And again, what did you appreciate? Uh, it can be any number of things. It doesn't have to be a big or great or a grand thing, right? So you guys may both work and you may work all the time and that's a normal thing in your relationship. But you can still stop and say, hey, I appreciate you going to work. I know it's not always the most fun. Maybe you'd rather be here at home or going hanging out on the golf course or something. But I appreciate that you go out and you work and you help earn a living for the family, right? And so that's the mandatory first question. You absolutely have to answer that. Now, the rule for what you didn't appreciate or things that are not going well is it's mandatory to answer if there is something. Now, sometimes Ruth and I do go through this and we can't think of anything. But if there's anything we can think of, again, even if it's a small thing, something that seems innocuous or not important, that's a mandatory thing. You have to answer that if there is something. I always tell my clients that if you can think of something, but I also don't want you going around trying to like trump up a problem <laughs> when there really wasn't one. Uh, so that's the only caveat. If you're like, no, I really can't think of anything, then you can skip over this one. But you really need to work and take a moment and think. And there's some times where all of a sudden I'll get quiet and then Ruth will get a little nervous and she'll <laughs> ask me. She'll be like, are, are you thinking about what to say or how to say it? Right. And so if I say how to say it, she knows that I might be telling her something that's not very favorable. But if I'm thinking about what to say, it's like I haven't found anything or I haven't thought of anything, but I'm kind of still searching around looking for something to see if there's anything I can recall. Because sometimes you go throughout your week, it can be very easy to forget about these things. It's mandatory to answer if you can find something, but don't make a problem where there isn't one. And you kind of said this earlier, but that this is not a time for a debate. So it's because this is such could be such a highly emotional question. You want to make sure that you guys aren't discussing it. This is just a place for that person to share what was difficult for them. Even if you don't agree with it, even if you think you have a reason for doing that, like Tim said earlier, you want to make sure that you are making this a really safe place. Because if you respond in a way that's negative and isn't a safe place for your husband or uh, or for your wife, then they're likely to not bring up things in the future. And then when they do that, that's where the bottling up comes in. So you want to make sure that this is a really safe place. Yeah, because then you get that secret bitterness from your partner. And then a lot of times, like, I'll see it where it's like one person comes into therapy and like, my spouse is divorcing me and I, I don't, I have no mm. idea why. And it's like, well, there's reasons why, but it's probably they didn't feel safe telling you why. And so we don't want you to get surprised by anything like that. You have to be the safe landing zone to hear these uncomfortable truths from your partner. Yeah, so some of the things you can say, even though maybe it's hard to hear, is if they just told you, you know, I didn't really appreciate this, just to being able to say, like, thank you for sharing that, or say nothing and say, okay, is there anything else you want to share? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to respond. And actually, you shouldn't respond necessarily in this moment to defend yourself. It really is just a time for them to share where they're at. For the third question. For how I can serve you, again, this is a mandatory thing because we want to make sure that you're keeping your lives interwoven, even if it's a small thing. I know for a while I was working at this place and I just for whatever reason, I hated like prepping and making my own lunch. And so I just always ask her, can you just make me lunch for tomorrow? And I think that was like my how can I serve you thing for her for like two <laughs> or three months or maybe even six months. It was a long time. <laughs> I just hated doing it. And her, she didn't mind doing it. And so it really... I appreciated so much her doing that, that it just made it a, a pretty regular thing where I would always ask her to do that. Yeah, and we went into some of the rules for this already, make sure it's specific and finding something either from the first or second category or just something random, maybe based on scheduling and whatnot. 
But those are the three questions. And I would really, really encourage you just to try it and commit to it for, you know, two, three months. Because if you do this consistently, it'll help you get that stuff out from under the rug and then help you have a healthy and just maintain the positive things that are happening. And so make sure that you're consistent with it. And a lot of times Tim and I will just kind of switch off. It's likely that just one person of the couple is listening to this right now. If that's you listening, then you are the one that will need to initiate this or kind of, you can always blame it on us. Like we said, we have to do these three questions, right? Eventually down the road, what we want is for both people, both parties to be able to initiate it. There'll be times where we're just kind of hanging out and Tim will say, would you appreciate or enjoy about our relationship? And that makes me so happy, <laughs> even though I know like there's a negative part to it, right? We're going to talk about the bad part. It makes me so happy because it, to me, it shows me that he really cares about our relationship and he um, just really wants to engage and be there present with me. And so you want to make sure that you are going back and forth and um, both people are initiating. Yeah. And one person may tend to do it more than the other person. So I'd say, Ruth, you probably bring it up more frequently than I do. But you want to both take responsibility for it. It's not just one person's job or the other person. And normally, I think she is more likely to bring it up whenever I think about or whenever the daily dialogue pops into my mind. That's when I bring it up. It's just because I think, like, oh, I want to make sure we're kind of more balanced on this and I'm not leaving up the emotional part of our relationship just up for her to care about and to maintain. I want to care about it and I want to maintain this too. It may not start off that way with you. Uh, and your partner, but what you want to do is just doing good as much as you can, and then hopefully your partner will jump in. And obviously, you want to talk to them and see if they'd be on board with it, or ask them like, "Hey, can you take a, a little bit of responsibility for this? Like, can you bring it up on occasion too?" But it's definitely don't want it to be a tit for tat thing where it's like, "No, we want to make sure we're doing it fifty fifty because it's, right. it's oftentimes it's not like a very practical thing to be doing that, right? And so the goal of all of this really is to is to have understanding and create a safe place to have open communication because really that's where relationships thrive. And going back real quick to the prepare and enrich inventory, there's several different uh, areas that you look at and you can see how well couples are doing. And those that have great conflict resolution and communication skills really can handle any of the other areas that they're really low in better because they're really having just a safe place to talk about things and have this understanding and really this this goal of I want to live the rest of my life with you I you know I don't want to be at war with you every single day and so just creating a place that is a blessing for you and yourself thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Mr. and Mrs. Therapy if you enjoyed this podcast or found it helpful we'd love for you to take some time and leave us a review on Apple Podcast if you have a question or topic you'd like discussed in future episodes visit our Facebook group Mr. and Mrs. Therapy Podcast and let us know Disclaimer, although we are mental health providers, this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide diagnosis or treatment. Please seek professional help if you're struggling with persistent mental health issues, chronic marital issues, or call the National Suicide Hotline at 988 if you are contemplating suicide.